Okay. Hello, universe. Well, it is 8.19 on the 15th of November. Oh, was it the 15th of November that I found my voice again? Apparently so. Back to the loaf of bread placement of the phone. Um, <clears throat> this is the 199th episode of my recordings. No shit. And uh, that number is a little bit overwhelming, considering the decatesimally uh, determined universe I live in, the next one has some merit. I don't know if I've done anything creative 200 times. Well, practice the piano. That doesn't count. I was forced to do that. <clears throat> what was I not forced to do that I chose to do that's creative? I don't know. Is masturbation creative? Because that would definitely top the meter at over 200. But if <clears throat> if we take some level of um, of juvenile behavior out of the equation... Dropping a quarter into the game of Donkey Kong, for instance, I've done 200 times, I bet. But if there is something here to be said for episode 199, well, it's prime numbers. Because I've possibly touched on this before. Ugh, that's what the scattering of not doing daily recordings causes, is a loss of narrative thread, so I apologize for that. But trying to regain that. <clears throat> I do have these lists. Where are my lists, Phoebe? Oh, Phoebe, you going back to sleep, Bubba? She knows I'm recording. She goes to snipe. Snot? 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 Snipe? Phoebe goes to sleepy sleep. On my feety feet. Um, okay. Back to reality. Um, there are only four numbers inside of the decimal decades. Decade, decade, into the groupings of 10 that exist in any sequence of our 10 base count math um, after 13579. Since 5 can be a prime number, it can never be a prime number again. So the 5 is out. There are no more 5 prime numbers after 5. And <clears throat> thus, the only primes left are primes that end in 1, 3, 7, and 9. And, da, 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 the 191, 193, 197, 199 group, I believe is the second to last group in the 0 to 1,000 collective of digits in base 10 count. I believe, oh gosh, I haven't looked this up in a while. I used to be a prime number aficionado because... I find prime numbers, patterns therein, and the idea that no matter how big we create the data set, make it as big as you want. Make it infinite. In some level of progression across that unimaginable set of numbers, there will exist a 1 and a 3, or a 7 and a 9, or a 9 and a 1, somewhere in the pattern will exist con er, consecutive prime numbers. No matter how far out you look, they'll be there. And <clears throat> the reason I bring up the 191, 193, 197, 199 group is because I believe 821, 823, 827, and 829 are the only other collective of four that sit and I don't know about the, the sequence of from 7 to 9 to 1 to 3. 
that consequence of four or whatever other group you want to say. I'm completely constructing this around the reality that is me counting on my fingers from zero. Well, zero, let's not put that into the equation from one to 10. <clears throat> in that constructed universe, the one that we all choose to live in. Hello, everybody. Well, this pomp and circumstance of numeric, what is it? Coincidence? No. Pattern recognition? Immersion? The mystical nature of the universe revealing itself once again? Well, uh, we're all individuals, but we're all sometimes feeling completely and totally isolated in the trillions of digits that exist around us, all having the comfort of knowing that at the very least they're divisible by two or by millions of other numbers. It can feel lonely being prime, but you chose individuality because if you move that bread over to where the power charger is and you plug in so your phone doesn't die in case this recording is on the verge of 69%. Oh god, I've dropped the phone. Now things are going chaotic. Alright, no more touching phone. It's plugged in. We're at 69. Giggity. And so, <clears throat> throwing this back into some respectable position of duplicitous nature. Well... 199 episodes of confession slash recognition of a life corrected in midstream to a course or attack that feels appropriate. It feels purposeful. It feels dignified. Sort of, from within, a sense of pride can swell from within me in a way that's never happened before. I guess so can a sense of hunger. Um, peanut butter and honey sandwich? Man, I haven't eaten a ton lately. Probably going to get fat for winter, being that it snowed again. Uh, I talked somewhat about the truth meter in the last one. And I don't really think I covered it very well, but I now experience an overwhelming sense of right and wrong about things. And it, and it started its initial level of, um, what, emergence or my ability to see it for the first uh, manifestations in which I started to connect A to B. Hey, why am I having these internal physical sensations about narratives, storylines, people? How can I see the filth of the Clintons? How do you start to notice the, hmm, the energy of people? It's not really an aura. It's more... Uh, a slipperiness or something. You just 
you can you see the machination of their working themselves falsely. How else can I put it? Liars can see liars in action. Believe me. All right. A little blue dream how to hit the scene. Jelly bean. Um, duplicitous nature. Seeing people's slippery presentation. Clearly seeing them lying. Knowing they're lying before they even speak. And I don't mean to pick on the Clintons. I mean, here's, here's a personal journey I have to deal with. Is why do I want to be babysat? Why would I rather be in a fascist, tell me what to do and how to act circumstance than in the embracement of complete free choice, free will, and free determination? There's a part of me that I can't deny wants to be led, wants to be told what to do, wants to be ordered around even. And maybe that's just because then the lines are drawn so clearly. Well, I was told to do this, so if I do this, then I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Maybe I'm just weak. Mentally unwilling to take charge of even myself. So, when I see a guy like Bill Clinton, who is smooth, he's Barack Obama smooth. When it comes to delivering a message. Even one that I think maybe he disagrees with. If not, flat out knows his bullshit. But whatever, Bill. Politics is bloody hell. Anyhow. There's a part of me, though, that can't help but know. That I could lullaby my way through life. If old Billy Jefferson was telling me sweet nothings every night about how my day went. Motherfucker could sell me on my own sense of sensibility to sense out whether or not I'm sensible. He's that smooth. Unlike Hillary, who's a fucking horrible liar. I mean, terrible. So much so that her body burped up on her multiple times. No, old Billy's got it down, though. Billy... Barack, I mean, Georgie was a buffoon in this department, but could Barack Obama just rock my baby? Good old Johnny every night, probably. Boy, between him and Clinton, who needs a mother? I'd be taken care of. They could just tell me what was going on, and I'd be like, yeah, totally. So, part of me knows that when I get duplicitous with myself, well, I'm taking the easy road. I'm saying, yeah, why I got this, why I am, if I can just be, they said, t'was told, just following orders. I did as I was directed. Well, I guess in many ways I can't pretend to 
misunderstand those who are still swamped by the fear of having to do what you're told. Life's tough. There's a shit ton of people out there telling us what to do, that's for damn sure. And yet, why? Why listen? Why follow suit? I mean, we're not just fitting in, right? We certainly didn't manifest here to go with the flow, figure out what other people think, and then fucking do what they ask of us, right? I say this because I've done these things. I'm not hypocritical here. I know these are mistakes. Those who are unwilling to stand up and say, no, 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 this is who I am. This is why I'm here. This is what I believe. This is what I think we need to say is our foundational pillars of society. We are kind. We are understanding of each other. We forgive each other. Well, I started understanding that that society I don't live in. So, I've been duplicitous by nature just by not mentioning that I think there's other ways we could be doing things. So, no matter how it is that you're being untrue, either to yourself or to those around you who are depending on you to come through as the better version of yourself, in fact, the best version of yourself, available on 8675309 Earth, if you're not playing that game with us at the highest level, well, we can't all win. And I'm going to get something to drink. My voice is starting to waver, so trying to be more attentive to the recording process, as I've been a little bit dismissive of, obviously, in previous incarnations. So, oh, come on, bone, work with me. Okay. Truth is, I really had to cough. So, glad I got that done. Um, ooh, Peter Pan, creamy peanut butter. So, uh, the delusional schizophrenic, I believe, will be showing up today, in spite of the snow. I thought the snow might keep her home. But, she called me at 6.57 a.m. to say she didn't know if she'd be coming over because of the snow, which is basically saying, here's your chance to tell me that there's too much snow for me to come over. And since I didn't say that, I'll be seeing her today. And <clears throat> I haven't seen her for a while, but I've got a new understanding with her grandmother that she either calls her grandmother once a day if she's down here hanging out in my area, um, or she's on her way to see her grandmother and I will walk her there so she makes certain to get there. And <clears throat> I've been too loose with um, my uh, tolerance of Lily's distractions down here. Uh, no more nonsense from Lily, basically, is what I'm saying. I mean, I'll let her get away with being herself. I'm not going to limit that. But she doesn't get to pull shenanigans that she knows I know about. Or else uh, we're going to air those out. She's no longer going to live duplicitously around me. Or her grandmother, as much as I can help that. Um, so this is kind of a new agreement. And Lily's definitely uh, cleaned up. I could tell from her uh, coherence on the phone. So she's definitely not doing drugs, which is good because I think one of the reasons she comes down here is because it's a place she can do drugs. 
And meaning she can go to my garage and, as far as I know, smoke meth. But I don't really know that. I just kind of pretend I don't know that. Whatever. I'm not... I couldn't attest to it in court. But I'm in denial if I don't say that I know Lily's doing shit that she's not doing in front of her grandmother down in my garage. Whatever that is. I don't think it's needles. But it could be. I don't know. I just don't see the evidence on her arms. She could be smarter than that. Who knows? With all that going on, she's going to talk to her grandmother once a day if she's not up there living with her. Otherwise, she's living with her grandmother. And I think the last month to six weeks of that agreement has done well for her. Now it's Thanksgiving Christmas time, and I certainly know that Lily doesn't have any friends. So I will, I will be there as her support through these holiday times, which I think for those who haven't uh, the support system necessary to know they feel loved, can feel alone and desperate. So no way will I let her feel that way. Nor will I let her smoke meth in my garage. <laughs> Just FYI. <laughs> uh, all that said, she's the chaotic variable that reminds me how important it is to stay yourself. If anybody's taught me more in life than Lily Mae Eaton, I don't know who they are. And I've had some great teachers. I have two great parents. I love my sister. She's a great person. My brother-in-law is probably a Pleiadian angel or something. I know great people. But Lily's taught me about life. And as guardian angels go, well, there may be some symbiotic relationship there. And I certainly owe her some lessons back. And if she's clean, then she can learn some lessons. She likes to learn lessons about herself. When she's in a position that she's in chaos, well, there's nothing to learn. There's just crisis management. And I think I've let her get away with a little too much of that down here. So we'll see if we can both stop crisis managing our lives and start working towards something productive. I'm not saying we can. I mean, the delusional schizophrenic and the dude eating peanut butter without a knife. Uh, that is not a Netflix series waiting to happen, I promise.